podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to For the Love of Pomegranate, taking over the Villa View once again for a Team Sheet Tantrum. Team Sheet Tantrum is always brought to you, brought to you in association with Boohoo Man. As you can see in the bottom right-hand corner there, Boohoo Man, um, if you use the code VillaView, you get an extra 10% off all Boohoo Man menswear. It does exclude some sale items and some uh, selected items as well. But 10% off using the code VillaView, really appreciate if you could do that as well. Um, what a lovely day it is here in Ireland. The sun is actually, it's like, I don't know, it's like the maid today here in Ireland, which is fantastic. And I hope it's like that over in Birmingham. And I hope it's like that for in Villa Park for everybody who's going to the game. Um, I'm really looking forward to this game against Crystal Palace today. Nice little barometer of where we are, considering that we've just played Liverpool. We are um, obviously now going to be playing a team in and around us. We need to leapfrog them to get up to the top of the league. And... Um, and this is a nice barometer. Obviously, we're playing against somebody who is in the running for Premier League Manager of the Year in Patrick Vieira. So it'd be nice to pit our wits against him, uh, should I say, a, a, a top-class manager like Patrick Vieira. Um, but I, I, I'm, I'm being a bit snide in that. Uh, Patrick Vieira has been a, a very good manager. And um, as I say, I'm looking forward to see what kind of a Crystal Palace team he brings. But I'm also looking forward to see how we can unlock them and maybe score some goals today. Um, I'm going to bring in Paddy because uh, I'm waffling here. And uh, Paddy is in his podcasting boudoir as well today. Paddy, what's is the sun as, as nice down in Limerick as it is up here in Galway? It is absolutely glorious today. It's, it's, it's nearly too nice to be sitting in watching uh, Chinese commentary of, of, uh, of, <laughs> of Aston Villa. Why are you learning Mandarin, Paddy? Is that why you watch Chinese? <laughs> is, it, is, is that what it is? Um, and also, what I want to do is I want to give a shout out to, you guys know Ty Bracey. Everybody knows Ty Bracey. The wonderful Dudley Rangers are playing in the final of the KNDSL Senior Cup today at 6pm. Uh, Dudley Rangers versus, I think it's Starbridge Athletic. So um, best of luck to Ty and hopefully he brings home the cup and hopefully we bring home a win against uh, against uh, Crystal Palace today. But Paddy, obviously the team's going to be announced in seven minutes time. We still don't know what the crack is with Ollie Watkins. So my fantasy football um, life is still hanging by a thread at the moment uh, as to whether he will play or not or he will be fit to play because I'm expecting big things from him today. Um, but uh, he's obviously, uh, he's travelled. I've just looked at Ashley Priest and said he's travelled. He's there. He trained yesterday um, and he was doing bits and pieces on Friday as well. So it looks promising for him. But do you think he gets, do you think he gets, uh, he gets used today? I think it depends on the nature of the injury. He didn't actually say what the injury was. It just said he Fair hadn't enough. trained all week. So um, if, if it's a hamstring injury, I would be surprised if he's, uh, if he's included. Um, if, if it's just a knock, then there's a good chance we'll see him at some stage. If it was me picking your fantasy league draft, I would have dropped them because with, with, with a week to go in the season, I think it'd be madness to risk someone if there was a potential risk of ruining their preseason. So, uh, for that reason, I would have taken him out, but, but you know, he traveled with the team, so it's, it's promising, I guess. Yeah, it's, it, it seems to just report it as a knock to the ankle. So that to me might mean bruising, something like that. You know, mm. uh, I'd, uh, I'd be surprised. I'm, I'm a bit more hopeful that he does play. Look, if Paul McGrath can go out and put in the performances he did and not train for like four years, um, you know, the, the bike, the bike seems to fix everything. Like, 
you know, the, the, the magic stationary bike seems to fix everything and, and uh, some tender love and care. So I think Wally Watkins would be fit to go today. Now, whether they start him or not is a different question. I suppose whether he's fit to go and whether they play him from the bench or whether he's uh, he starts is a different question because, you know, the elephant in the room, and we see it in some of the comments there, is does he just have a crack and have a look again at Wendy and Coutinho today? Because is this the right day to do it? And we spoke about it in our pre-match. I spoke about it with Dan in, this, in the pre-match um, that uh, maybe this is the performance to do it, considering that we, we will try and get in around or get in behind that defensive block that they're, I'm sure they will put in there with Conor Gallagher, with um, with w- Will Hughes and Schlepp, Schlupp or uh, MacArthur, because it seems James MacArthur might be fit for today as well. Mm-hmm. I would say if he is fit, that he comes in there. And that's like, they're all very, very um, complimentary players, I think, when they're like, none of them are going to, you know, they're not superstars. Conor Gallagher has been, been very good this season, but. You know, if you put Coutinho and Brindy in around there, you would hope that they would uh, be able to get in around them, even though they are accomplished players in the, in their own right. Absolutely. Um, I, I think that's that's where we win the battle today. I think that's where we win the game today. If, if, I, if as expected, Watkins misses out or doesn't start, you, you can't see any reason why he would go with somebody else up top. So he'd go with two in behind. And as a result, I think that might be the changes needed to unlock them today. Paddy, this is one of the best compliments I think I've ever gotten in my life. I just saw it. Wait a minute. No, let me put this up. I'm going to put it up and I'm going to make it stay there for a while. Sam John, you've made my day. I look a bit like Neil Cutler today. Now, Neil Cutler probably is a foot in height on me, which is grand. But Neil Cutler is a good looking man. So I'm, I'm, I'm OK with that. I'm OK with that. I don't know what he like to be compared to my, my little uh, salt and pepper beard that I've got going on here. But uh, thank you. This is the kind of stuff I come to the podcast for, to be complimented like this. I, ah, that's made my day. That's made my day. <laughs> um, but I, I suppose getting back to the game today, Paddy, this, uh, I can't see too many surprises. Um, I'm once again, I, I'm, I've been trotting it out uh, time and time again that we have been, there has been a, a, a taste of experimentation to a lot of the teams that we've put out recently. Um, but I think we're beginning to kind of settle back into a pattern of teams once more. Um, I think we're more so setting into a pattern of play more so than a pattern of our team. Because, you know, I think like now that we've got, I'm not going to say that we've got a choice of defensive midfielders, but now that we've started playing a defensive midfielder again, like we did against uh, against Norwich, then on Burnley, then on to Liverpool, we just see a lot more coherent performances. And I think Jared is going to settle on that. Like, it's not going to be young Tim, I don't think, today. Um, I think it's going to be in the camp. I don't think Chambers would be would be risked in there either because they do have some nippy players. Like I wouldn't like to see Eze or uh, or Olise um, fronting up uh, Chambers too much uh, in that defensive midfielder position. But I think we'll see Nakamba in there at the start, and uh, we'll see what happens. Maybe he brings on young Tim at seventy minutes. Maybe Nakamba's fit to go for the full ninety. Who knows? But uh, we're two minutes or less than two minutes away from the team uh, being mm. announced. Um, I, th- I think it's an important point with the defensive midfielder, and I just I just like to see him make a like for like change today, as opposed to broad dropping Dougie back in there again. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, that's what I was getting at. I don't like some people just don't get it. Dougie is not a six; he's done a job no. for us to the best of his ability. But we've seen, um, especially against Liverpool the other night, how good he can be at eight. So just pick him there and pick him in his natural position, yeah. and let him flourish. There he is. There's the man himself. The man who's looking to who's looking to bring home the bacon <laughs> later on today. Best of luck to Ty Bracey. 
um, and to and to his uh, to his uh, soldiers going out today in battle. Um, couple of people here are uh, just taking a little scan through. It's it. You know what? It, it's nice to kind of see that when we're talking about the names that we could bring in, that it's not a case of tr just firing something at the wall. We now have a fit enough squad and, and I suppose an experienced enough squad and a squad that we're comfortable enough now there's a lot of players coming back from injury that, you know, we can play things and we can make a very measured, um, measured uh, rationale behind why we've picked certain players. Um, that's, and that's what I'm beginning to like about this. It's uh it's it's going to be an interesting one. And somebody saying the lineups are out. If the lineups are out, they're a minute early. I haven't seen them. Um, are you sure lineups are out? I don't see Not it up in, up in the Villa Twitter page just yet. Um, so we will give them one more minute. But uh, you know what I'm talking about here is: Do we play in a camba? Do we play? Um, do we play maybe another defensive midfielder? Or do we play Chambers? Do we play Dougie as an eight? Do we bring in uh, Carney? Do we bring? Do we play the two tens um, as opposed to two nines? You know, so we've got options. We've got options with experienced players, and we've got options with players who um, have done the business uh, over the last couple of weeks and are and are maybe playing with a small bit of form. So this is nice. This is a nice position to be in as we as we roll down the the year and and into next year. You know, as I've said before, pre-seasons mean an awful lot. And, uh, and, and you know, next season's charge will be built within the preseason, I think. But it'll be built off what we see between now and the rest of the season as we challenge ourselves against a team around us, a team below us, and a team at the top of the league. And it's a nice kind of, you know, they're, they're nice kind of, um, uh, uh, what would I call them, data points to be able to put towards the end of your season. Um, and to be honest with you, it's probably how you'd like to start the preseason. Like start with a team of maybe of, of, and I don't want to call Burnley a team of lesser ability, but you know what I mean. You know, a team you'll be going out hoping to beat, a team that you'll be going out hoping to match, and a team you'll be going out hoping to see how you get on against them. Now the teams mm -hmm. are out, uh, and you're go you're going to be happy. And I am <laughs> go I am going to be happy. Jesus. So we're going to wait for them to load load up here in the system before I start trying to finagle anything here. Uh, Martinez and goals cash. Kanza, Mings, Luca Dean. Uh, then we have McGinn, Nakamba, and Douglas Luiz. So we will see Douglas Luiz back in the eighth position. Uh, Coutinho will start behind Ings and Watkins does start today. So same team as, as against Liverpool. Um, if it brought, like, I like that team. I, 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 I like the settled nature of that team. And I hope that we go out there and we show what we're made of today. Another goal for Douglas Luiz would be nice. And um, the only problem that I have now is I took a gamble on starting Jacob Ramsey in my fantasy football team and he's now on the bench so <laughs> you can't please them all i suppose you can't please them all <laughs> but i the guy i'm playing against has mcginn so um maybe if mcginn could get booked in the first minute and taken off after maybe 15 minutes that would be great that would be great i don't want him injured or anything like that just want him taken off my fantasy football team and then maybe bring jacob ramsey on who goes on to score hat-trick that'd be nice for him that'd be nice um substitutes are uh robin olsen obviously uh sub goalkeeper callum chambers ashley young Young Tim, uh, Sanson, Jacob Ramsey, Buendia, Carney, and Traore. So a very, very settled uh, subs bench there. And as per magic, the team sheet has just appeared on the screen again. I don't know how this happens. <laughs> I, think, I think producer Adam is there, which is absolutely fantastic, saving my bacon as normal. Um, yeah, look, the team is the team is chalk, as they call, as they say in American sports. It's exactly as we as as, as you could have predicted if everybody was fit. I'm happy with it. Um, I know there's a lot of people saying no Buendia. Um, they're, they're disappointed about that. Uh, I don't think we needed to be worried about no Buendia playing as in if he's going to be leaving in the summer because I don't think he is. Um, but we will see him. And uh, I suppose maybe 
this is a case that Jared has found his system and he doesn't want to break up his system. So, you know, unless we were to play him in the eighth position, uh, or drop Coutinho, who just signed a deal, who I think the crowd are going to sing their absolute nads off today about, and he's probably going to come in and put in a super performance. I have him on my team as well, my fantasy football team too. Um, so, uh, yeah, look, I, I, I can stand over this team and defend it, uh, albeit I think Buendia mm-hmm. uh, not being there, I can understand why people want to see him, but I don't think it's a necessity that he's in the team at the moment. There's one big change of note on the Crystal Palace team. You'll, you'll probably see it going across the bottom there, but Milievich starts. Ooh, and... nasty, nasty man. Um, <laughs> and Gray yeah, starts. Mm-hmm. Gray starts. So Jack Butlin, Nathaniel Klein, uh, Anderson, McRae, who was uh, doubtful during the week, uh, Tariq Mitchell, uh, Chekwate, actually, who I completely forgot. They've gone for Grunt in midfield now. They've they gone have. for Kwate yep. and Milievich um, and Gallagher with Eze, Sa- Zaha and Matete. That's not the team I would have predicted the, the Crystal Palace <laughs> would have put out. So it looks like they've gone for that small bit more height, Matete. Um, they're going to have the running of, of Eze and Zaha in there. So, yeah, that's that's a different prospect that I thought that we would have seen from um, mm. that I thought that we would have seen from from Crystal Palace. Um, to be honest with you, it gives me a small bit more hope that Coutinho is in there now when you see the likes of Kwate and Milvevich because, look, they're not speed merchants. They're not the most mobile, but they kick you up in the air and... I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of pick and choosing with regards to that. Um, big man who's had who has to have the biggest performance of the day today, though. Uh, looking at that team is going to be Danny Ings. Danny Ings is going to going to want to have the biggest performance uh, of the day today for me. And if we can get Ings a goal or get him get him um, a couple of couple of sighters early on in the game, I think that it's going to be it's going to be a good, good day for him. Uh, just looking at that lineup and where he can find space. Um, within that yeah. team, another man who's going to have his work cut out for him today, judging by the lineup, there is Chris Kavanagh. So let, let's hope he makes his mark early. If, if if Coutinho is going to be kicked up and down the pitch, we hope that he gets he gets a bit of protection from uh, that. From Chris Kavanagh is today. true. That is true. Um, a couple of things today. Uh, let's have uh, yeah, the, Jerry McBride. You're dead right. Uh, Jerry McBride has popped in there in the comments. He goes Palace are set up today to intimidate. And uh, I think that's probably a great word to put it. They're coming to Villa Park. They're set up a grunt to intimidate. But look, it's up to Aston Villa. It's up to Coutinho to sprinkle that, that fairy dust around the place and uh, and make sure things happen um, like uh, like he has done at times during the season. Uh, Filthy Danimal says, love Marv being back. It gives us a bit more assurance at the back so we can push on and attack. Absolutely agree. Sweet Karma. Uh, also says disappointed Chambers not in again when Kanza and Mings uh, are still injury prone to customary uh, customary gaffes. That is true. Yeah, you know we've seen both of them have little ricks uh, recently. Um, usually one of them has a good game, the other one doesn't. That's where we're kind of going at the moment. Uh, but hopefully we can put it together for ninety minutes back there today, uh, which would be fantastic. Um, yeah, this is a. Uh, uh, I'm looking just through some of the other comments here. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Simon, Simon Watson, Palace red card inbound. Hmm, <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe, maybe. 
Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, this is a great point. Great point. Great point. Sam Mobs, super point. And it's something actually I had written down on a piece of paper that I must have knocked off my desk because I wanted to talk about it today. We do need to see some better distribution from the back four and the goalkeeper today. Um, I'm getting, I, I'm, I'm not going to say getting frustrated by, but it, it's very predictable at times. Now, he's bloody good at it. Don't get me wrong. But Emmy Martin is that, that little. 35 to 40 yard pass right on the sideline to our fullbacks where our fullbacks headed back in field. I'm still not sure what the hell that's all about. I know, I know it drags people uh, across the field and you have to do that. You have to drag people across the field, but you're really putting a massive amount of um, amount of trust in the fact that Matty Cash and the, the Luke Dean can head the ball perfectly down to one of our midfielders. Mm -hmm. To me, it creates a small bit of consternation. Now, I know the, the averages are that if he loses the header, it goes out for a throw-in, and at least uh, it doesn't give them an opportunity to head the ball back 20 yards from one of their centre-halves and get it in a central position where they can formulate an attack. Because if you're picking it up out there, it's going to be a lot more difficult because there will be a swarm effect with people running across. So mm -hmm. I think it's kind of like in rugby where you kick for, you kick for the corner and then you kind of hope there's, uh, that something happens from there. In, in, in football, yeah. it's the it's the playing the percentages, but we're see, we see a lot of it. You know, we see a lot of it in the game now. And um, our two centre halves as well. I'm, I'm I'm beginning to see a bit of shakiness and kinds of with the ball of his feet. And we know Mings uh, is is very fond of the longer ball. So I do think our back four mm -hmm. needs to be a bit better with distribution today. I do think we need to utilise um, Douglas Louise as the pivot, maybe small, further forward. And uh, getting the camera back further in between the back, the, the back two to allow our, our full backs to go forward as well, I think it's going to be pivotal. But be interesting to see what way that goes today. Yeah. And the one thing I noticed when I was at the, the Leicester game, being behind the goal, was when, when Martinez did ping one out to, to Matty Cash that way, it created an awful lot of space down the left because everybody gets sucked across. And as a, as a result, the ball went out to, to Ashley Young eventually and we created a chance for I think it was the initial chance for um for Leon Bailey so that that's the object is to is to congest that area get the ball out wide on the on the opposite side and try and hit them on the attack on the on the counter attack as such but uh it doesn't always work but if it works it works well mm, I agree Alex Roberts says Nakamba occupying Gallagher's shadow today um I don't think so I think Douglas Louise will I think the beauty mm -hmm. of playing Douglas Luiz for the forward as an eight is that, look, he's not the worst defender in midfield of all time. Like, like sometimes you forget that, that we're putting him in an eight position and maybe he's able to thrive because he's able to, to get his tackles in higher up the field. And, and maybe, you know, his pressures and his successes may not be, or maybe at the same level because he wasn't great at those uh, as a six. But maybe when he's further up the field, he's putting the pressure on a bit further, further up is, and, and is getting on the ball more. I think it'll probably be Douglas Luiz that picks him up. I think it'll be Douglas Luiz that picks him up. I don't expect Mijovic and, uh, and Kwate to go too far forward. So I think that gives McGinn a kind of a, a sweeping role between uh, probably to sweep back and to help our fullbacks uh, and most likely to help um, to help Maddie Cash. And uh, I think it gives Nakamba more of an opportunity to kind of sit in into, into making a back mm. three when we go further forward. Uh, so so that, that would be kind of the situation I would see for me, but um, because I don't think Conor Gallagher is going to be too far forward with the fact that they've got Zaha, Eze and Amatata uh, up there today. Yeah. Um, Gallagher I, th I think, there, I think there more than likely more than likely will be a huge gap between their three central midfielders and their three attacking players, and, and that could be an area that we can dominate and keep the ball. 
and and as I say, probe for that for that uh, little ball that will will unlock them. Um, I'd imagine the two big boys will sit a bit deeper, and Gallagher will probably sit in front of them as an eight, um, not too far forward. So that that that's the that's the judging by what they've put out there. That's where I see us dominating the the ball. Yeah. Um. Mateta, of who I've, whose name I've been I've been pronouncing correctly there, like I forget how big he is. Like he's six four. Um, not the most prolific striker. I should not have said that. Where's the wood that I can touch? Touch everything's made out of the wood. Touch wood. Um, shouldn't have said that because obviously when you say things like that, you leave yourself open to to looking like a plum. And when he goes away and he scores, but um, he's a handful. He's come into his own this season. Obviously, he was on loan with Crystal Palace last season, and um, but he's kind of come into his own. This season, he had a f- cracking couple of seasons when he was uh, 21, 22, 23, uh, or sorry, 20, 21, 22, when he was with Mainz in the, in the Bundesliga. Um, he's a one in three record or better than one in three record for, for a young player. It's fantastic. Um, <coughs> but he's um, he's someone we're going to need to mind today because obviously the two boys are in there to, to get his knockdowns and they're in there to, 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 to get in around our two center halves who... Are mobile, but maybe not the best of people running at them, as we've seen before. We, you know, we're giving away penalties. I know we haven't given away one in quite a while, but you know, when the pressure is on, you know, we tend to kind of go to the man and leave another man free inside. And we've seen a lot of goals scored like that, like that, um, against us this season, specifically since the turn of the year. Um, but uh, he's going to be somebody that I think is going to go under the radar. And if we are going to win the game, we're going to need to get in around him, make sure that the knockdowns don't go anywhere near Eze or anywhere near Zaha. And that's going, to, that's going to be the job of Marvis Nakamba. So he's going to be a busy man today. Um, and that's why I think that uh, Douglas Louise is going to be a, a more of an enforcer in that eight position higher up the field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't argue with all of that. It's going to be a busy day for Matt, Matt Cash, as we said in, the, in our preview during the week. Um, Zaha always seems to have a good game against us. So if we can keep him... Quiet. We we cut we cut off a lot of a lot of their because uh, let's face it when, when the ball is on the deck they use them an awful lot. So when the ball is in the air you can see it going high for Mateta or Mateta or if you want to pronounce it. Yeah, guys, we've come to the part of our of our podcast where number one I want you to give a thumbs up to to the stream that would be really nice, really really help us. Uh, but secondly, I want to let's get going with uh, with some um, comments in there for the score, and I'm gonna. Just taking a slug of water there so that I could get my voice ready for <laughs> for my auctioneer's uh, impression. I'm going to have a little cough here as well. Excuse me. Pop in. What do you think the score is going to be there today, please, everybody? And we will read them all out. <coughs> no. There's me all sorted out. Come on. Where are, all these, where are all these score predictions? There isn't one of them in there yet. Maybe they're not doing I'll it. give you mine first, Neil, will yeah, I? Yeah, give me yours, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go for a two-one win and a goal today for our new player Philippe Coutinho, our new permanent player mm, Philippe Coutinho. Nice, I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take that indeed. Um, they're flying in here. Uh, so we've a seventeen nil. We've a seventeen nil in there. I love I love love these morning drinkers. <laughs> but they're flying in here. So let's get cracking. Um. I'm actually going to try and load them all up first to just be easiest for me. And that's what it's all about being easy for me. Okay, let's go. So sweet. Uh, Mark Holmes says we're worried about who we can stop on their team, but looking at the palace team, they're fairly worried about who they're going to, about how we are going to play Villa two nil 
Ings and Luis. Sweet Karma says 5-3 uh, for Aston Villa. Nathan White says 3-0 uh, Coutinho double. Blobman says 3-0 Villa. Uh, Eddie Walsh says 3-1 Villa. Ace edits, we'll score two goals, but Palace may score one. I think that means it's going to be 2-1 or maybe more than that. Brent Riverboat says 1-all. Olivia says 4-2. Filthy Danimal says 2-0. 3-1 McGinn, Jew a banger, says Bashik. Uh, 3-1 <laughs> to the Villa, says uh, Alex Roberts. Excuse me, Master, says 2-all. Jack says 3-1 Villa. Um, Jordy Villain says, it's not like he's going to have a great game today. Anyhow, Villa 3-0 win. 17-0 for Batty Bliss. Uh, 3-0 Villa Coutinho, Watkins and Ings. Uh, Love of 40s Live says 3-1 Villa. 2-0 Watkins and Coutinho, says Simon Watton. 2-2 Cat Cannon. 2-0 uh, to Villa, says uh, Owen Bradley. John Steele says 3-1 Villa. And John Green copies him with 3-1 Villa. Uh, we have more in here as well. I hope I'm not missing anybody. Um... There we go. So I'm just going to load these guys up here as well. Ba -ba -ba, there's JR's one, Coutinho, Keith Kelly. Uh, ba -ba -ba -bam. Okay, so Rob J says, love you two Irish villains. We win today 3-1 up the villa. Uh, Man Vera Barra says 3-0 villa. Come on, up the villa. Uh, Sean Lane says 4-1 villa. Carmen surely meant villa 53, Palace nil, says the Jordy villain. I'll take that. Keith Kelly says 3-0. If we get the lead, we won't be able to, they won't be able to live with us. Ty Doyle. Uh, it says 4-1 Villa, Coutinho, Brace, Luis, Luis and, and Watkins. 3-0 Villa, says Stephen Wright. J.R. McBride says, after seeing the Palace lineup, I predict tight 2-1 Villa win. Pascal Dunn says 3-1 to, to, to Villa, I presume. Fingers crossed. Aurelio Gomez says 3-0. Uh, I presume that's the Villa. Damien Leach says 2-1 to Villa. Ings and Dougie. Paul C says 3-0 Villa. Zaha to be carded. Lol. Um, Adam Bates says 3-0 to Villa. Junior Bennett says 2-0 to Villa. Gav D Deese says 2-1 Coutinho and Cash. Um, Paul Shakespeare, 5-0, easy Villa win. Absolutely easy, easy, 5-0 uh, Villa, easy whipping, should I say. Standing on the word, good to see you, 3-1 to the Villa. Um, any more there before we call this a day? Owen Bradley says, hoping for a fast start again. Um, I think we have a consensus. I don't think anybody put in the Villa we're going to lose today. I don't know whether that makes me confident or nervous. Uh, I haven't <laughs> given my prediction. I think we're going to see an Aston Villa. 2-0. I'm going to go with today. Aston Villa 2. And so does uh, Summitism Karma uh, Cody Humphrey. I love your optimism. 37-0. Matthew D'Andrea says 3-1 Villa. And standing on the word gets the last word when he says, must see Coutinho Masterclass, please, praying emoji. And I agree with him because I think there's yeah. a lot on, uh, there's like a lot of people are going to be expecting a lot of things from Coutinho today. He's had a couple of quiet weeks, probably about six quiet weeks in a row, to be honest with you, since the Spurs game. So, you know, hopefully he was resting up, charging the batteries yeah. for a day like today. And, and uh, to be fair, if, if there was ever going to be a day for, for us to turn on the, on the, uh, the show, let's call it, um, it's going to be the day that seven minutes before kickoff, our heroes in 1982 are presented in front of the crowd and, we, you know, the flags are going to be waving. It's going to be, it should be a raucous atmosphere there today. We should be getting behind the team. Um, it, it would be nice for our current crop to go out and see those guys who would be held in esteem for the rest of their lives mm. as the greatest ever Aston Villa team. And it's up to us, up to the, those guys that are there now to change uh, well, probably not all of them, but who knows in the future, we might get back to that stage again that we're competing for trophies on that level. But yes, I think I think the crowd is going to be a huge factor today and get, a, get in there early, wave your flags, make some noise and get behind the team. 
Absolutely, 100%. I'd love to be there and I'd love to get my hands on one of those flags. But say la vie, as they say, there'll be uh, maybe it'll be over there for the 50th anniversary, God willing. Um, but as you say, Aston Villa have a job to do today against Crystal Palace. The fanfare would be fantastic. It would be absolutely warranted. As I say, I was there for the 25th anniversary, which is a really special day against Sheffield United. And uh, we went out, we beat Sheffield United. I think it was 3-0 that way, if I'm not mistaken. Patrick Berger, Gabriel Agbonahor and Ashley Young were the scorers. So something like that would be nice today. It would be really, really nice to, um, and it would be fitting to um to laud the heroes of 82 um yeah so everybody it is 20 past one coming in bang on time half an hour podcast you love to see it uh get yourself sorted settled in front of your tvs if there's anybody at the game that's watching this if there's anyone that's just pulled up at villa park if there's anybody who's on the train if there's anybody who's sprinting somewhere to try and get a bus to try hopefully get there in time hopefully you've enjoyed the podcast be safe get to the ground safe get home safe best of luck to tie in his boys the dudley rangers again tonight uh but aston villa have a job to do first and uh consensus here is that we're going to win and i hope consensus comes true so thanks once again everybody for watching thanks for everything you do for the podcast thanks again to the to the to the villa view uh lads for allowing us to take over and allowing us to ramble here for the last 30 minutes Lastly, as well, Boohoo Man, 10% off all Boohoo Man menswear with the code Villa View. Uh, you know, use it early, use it often, as I say, and uh, get as much clobber as you need, 10% off there. And um, yeah, as I say, thanks to the guys for uh, organizing that discount code too. Um, yeah, so with that, with that, as I say, consensus is that Aston Villa are going to win today. Hopefully, as I said, consensus becomes reality and we will be back with a post-match reaction pod, maybe tonight, who knows? I often tease these and then into something life gets in the way afterwards but uh put it this way as i said again if it is the 17 nil that barry the, the batty bliss or barry bliss i can't remember who it was put up we will definitely be on with a media post-match reaction pod so you can catch us then and uh, the guys at the villa view will be back with a post-match pint as well with purity and um, but until then guys enjoy your day enjoy the match and all that's left to say is up the villa Podcast Network.